Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Monday night from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. My voice is gone, but that doesn't mean I'm not still proud to be presented to you by our uh, by our fine friends at Two Rivers Ford. The name that you know, the people that you trust since 1983, providing American-made Ford vehicles out there in Mount Juliet or customize your own online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Get in on all the action with the promo code A2Z Sports and start making some money on your favorite sporting events. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. That is where you go for your dream address without the stress or to sell your home for more if you are in the market to do so. Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K. That's Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. So, Julio is officially in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, they will agree to terms with Julio Jones, provided that he passes a physical. Uh, Bucks, uh, effing beast, says BMO. Don't know how you do it, but you keep on your A game all day long. I know. I wish. Listen, you guys are always uh, you guys are always so cool every time that we fire the show up, um, no matter what it is, between the radio show, the podcast, and primetime. Uh, the way that you guys consume my articles, it makes me very, very happy. So I'm sorry that my voice sounds a little cached um, already so early in the week, but we're hoping that it'll get a little better uh, once it warms up a little bit. We'll see if we can't kick this thing into gear. But in the meantime, let's talk about Julio Jones and uh, and the implications, the ripple effect that he will have across the NFL. Because there was a lot of conversations had by a lot of people that I respect across NFL media from uh from uh, <laughs> SJ SSJ Titanex always always tries to get me to laugh and it's been successful so that's okay DeMason says don't get a big buck uh don't get a big head buck you're still a nerd that's true 100% that's okay uh so with Julio there has been a lot of uh, a lot of just kind of wet blanket talk from a lot of people who I respect in football media. And it's very, very uh, surprising to me because I do think that there is a lot to like about this particular move for the Tennessee Titans. But you'll hear from some of those people here in just a second. So you know that it's not just me gaslighting you about the national media at it again, bogging down or trying to take away all of the things that you all are so excited about. Uh, but I first want to ask you this question, your two rivers Ford take, which NFL team should be the most upset that they did not trade for Julio Jones. You have several options. The Seattle Seahawks, the most serious uh, about their interest level in him. You have uh, you have seen reports of the Ravens and the Rams, the 49ers, and what they potentially could have been interested in. Your Two Rivers Ford take, which NFL team should be the most upset that they did not trade? For Julio Jones. It's your two rivers for take here on the primetime show. While you guys, uh, while you guys do that, I will tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford who present the take each and every night. You've heard me talk about my friends at Two Rivers Ford and how they're the best place to buy a new car. They're also the best place to buy a pre-owned, a used vehicle. They've been around for almost 40 years. So you know when you buy a pre-owned vehicle, you're buying it from a dealership that has been around a long time. That matters because being in business that long 
means that they have an excellent reputation. You'll get to deal with the only non-commissioned salespeople in Middle Tennessee. You can go kick all the tires and test drive as many vehicles as you want. They get paid whether you buy a car or not. It's the best part about the non-commissioned sales staff at Two Rivers Ford because they only have one job, and that's to help you find the right vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. I'm excited to tell you about the new Ford Blue Advantage program. Ford Blue Advantage means their pre-owned vehicles have been fully inspected. They come with a warranty, and they have 24-7 roadside assistance just for that extra peace of mind. So if you're looking for a used car, truck, or SUV, go see my friends at Two Rivers Ford. They're in Mount Juliet, just seven miles east of the airport. They'll hook you up with the right vehicle for you, seven miles east of BNA, right next to Providence, or online at tworiversford.com. Two Rivers Ford, powered by Ford, driven by people. They present the Two Rivers Ford take each and every night. Who, which NFL team should be the most upset that they did not get their hands on Julio Jones? Uh, Roy L. Wright says, I love the sports writers. They seem to forget we beat the Chiefs recently and the Ravens. Oh, yeah, forget we beat the Bills. I don't understand why we get no respect. Roy, you know, it, it's it's a uh, it's a constant cycle with, you know, the national media doesn't watch my team. Why doesn't the national media care about my team? I my best advice to you is just to stop caring. You know, we we talk about your team almost every night, your favorite teams every night. It's why A to Z Sports is successful, because you can't go to ESPN and get full all out coverage of your local teams. It's just not something that they're going to do. It's why we provide the service that we do. Uh, what's your opinion on Cowherd saying that Julio doesn't move the needle for the Titans, says D. Good. Well, just so as a matter of fact, you'll hear from Colin Cowherd here in just a second. Uh, Travion says, thanks for responding to your Instagram. I hope we get to drink together for the Seattle game. And with the Titan Up fans, we will uh, we will certainly try and put something together when I'm out on the road for these games. Uh, Travion, don't you worry about that. Um. He uh he needs some good tea, needs some good tea, Buck. A couple Hall's cherry, not lemon, and some lavender. I'll take you up on that. 100 percent Fools, brother. Fools, says Chad Hagens. The 49ers, Fudale says, Mason goes Colts ad does Brad as does Brad Duff on Twitter. Uh Diana said we were out, says Kenneth. Yeah, I talked to Diana about this. What would that have been? Yesterday, when when Julio signed. This deal and and Diana's reporting has has varied over the last two weeks because she said she told you guys that you were a long shot and now ultimately you've landed with Julio Jones. What I'll say to you about Dan, Diana's reporting um, is that Diana was right two weeks ago. You were a long shot. John Robinson gave voice to this himself that the conversations really didn't pick up until about two weeks ago and really the intensity of it manifested in a way Sunday morning to where you ended up with Julio Jones. So, you know, the thing that I would say to you about reporting, we, you guys have been through this with me, how quickly the information changes. Um, you're you're going to have a tough time. You report what you get at the time that you get it. And as the information changes, it's our job as a reporter to update you on the most recent information. Diana did that when she was able to get the terms for the Julio Jones trade um, to the Tennessee Titans Sunday. So I would say, you know, don't don't look at it so so definitively. The information changes over the over the course of the period as the reporting is being done. Um and and that's just something that you have to keep in mind. It's not to make excuses, it's just the reality 
of the business that we're in. And uh, unfortunately for us, it is rarely, uh, there's rarely, people rarely look at it with nuance that way because you guys don't know uh, how we do our jobs. And, and I understand why you feel the way that you do without question. But, you know, don't, don't be, don't be completely out on Diana just because two weeks ago she said what it was. It was a long shot two weeks ago. And then yesterday, one such a long shot. Uh, Colts says Daniel D. Lewis, BMO 54, 50, BMO 54, BMO 54. I'm just going to say it one time from now on BMO, but I appreciate you. He says Colts, New England easily says ground break. Oh no, not the national media t- nonsense against us, Titans for life. I know it's how it goes. Uh, I heard Mar- Marcellus Wiley, he a hater, <laughs> says Cedric. You love to see it. Sawyer says the whole league should be kicking themselves. Uh, the Colts for Ken Caniff, Will Mayberry on Facebook Live says Green Bay. Um, I, I think, you know, there are two teams in this division that probably should have made a play for Julio Jones, given the situations that they're in. Now, the Titans, if you're talking about a team that wants to, or that is capable of winning most immediately of the four teams in the AFC South, the Titans are absolutely it. And that was what was most important to Julio. But then I started seeing this conversation being had or, or more, more accurately being started by Colin Cowherd on social media as soon as the Julio Jones trade was announced. And it got me to thinking about what he was saying and how it kind of plays into this trope that, you know, these people don't really understand what they're watching. They're, they're talking about the Titans, but they're not really talking about the Titans. They're talking about Julio Jones because they know Julio Jones. And they're having it within the worldview, their worldview of the Titans, which is that they don't have a worldview because they don't watch them, like Colin Cowherd. So uh, to Sunday morning, Julio Jones, Atlanta, traded to the Tennessee Titans essentially for a second-round pick. Uh, my prediction, watch the overreaction by the media. Julio Jones, at this point in his career, still great, but has a lot of injuries. Tennessee whiffed on their first-round pick last year, drafted a corner this year that's had multiple back surgeries. They have huge secondary issues, offensive line issues, and a regrettable pass rush. I like Mike Vrabel a lot, but there's a reason the Colts should be favored in this division. Colts have a better defense. Colts have a great coach. Colts have a significantly better offensive line. Listen, the Titans lost Corey Davis. They go out and get Julio Jones. But Ryan Tannehill's played above himself the last two years. Why? Because he's had a great offensive coordinator who just jettisoned the Titans to become the Falcons head coach. You don't think coordinators matter? So you still have offensive line issues. You're kind of one-dimensional with, you know, Derrick Henry essentially is the show. You stop Derrick Henry, force Ryan Tannehill to throw, it's not the same football team. Um, I mean, it's a wide-open division outside of the Colts, who really are the best roster, best general manager, excellent coach, premier offensive line. But, you know, Julio Jones is now filling the gap, and he's better than Corey Davis. But the idea this takes Tennessee to a special place, they're not Baltimore. They're, they're not Baltimore. They're not Kansas City. They don't have Cleveland's roster. They're not Buffalo. They're not the Colts. You know, the good news is Houston's in the division, so they won't finish last. Man, he just, he could, it was, it was honestly, you know, 
That was Colin Cowherd on social media yesterday talking about the Titans acquisition of Julio Jones. And it, it was, I, I'll call it, if you're a Titans fan, it was probably tolerable right up until the end where he says, good thing Houston's in the division so that they don't finish last. I mean, this this conversation being had around Julio Jones and the Tennessee Titans by people who have no idea what this team is or what this team is capable of. And, you know, I'm sure that people like Colin Cowherd would accuse people like me of being a homer in this regard. And I would just say, no, I, I'm just a, I'm just more informed about what I've been watching over the course of my last five years, six years uh, watching John Robinson kind of rebuild this thing up from the ashes. And it's uh, to say that they're not the Colts. No, the Colts aren't the Titans. That's, that's what doesn't make sense to me. So when we have this conversation about who should, who should have traded for Julio Jones, who's probably kicking themselves today, I think Cowherd's got it. Uh, I think Cowherd's got it mixed up and that's okay. Cause Colin lives in Los Angeles. He talks about the Lakers, the Cowboys, you know, uh, you know, Duke basketball, all the big, uh, big names, big brands. That's what national people do. I'm not mad at him about it, but when you enter our little arena here in Tennessee, when it comes to Titans coverage, buddy, I hate to tell you, but you're uh, you're out of your depth. We'll talk. I'll tell you exactly who should be kicking themselves the most here in just a second. Right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. That's why it's my favorite sportsbook. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook because it's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new betters, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all of the action. My friends, my family, they have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know that you will too. That, uh, when you pick any basketball team that is still in contention, bet $1, and if that team wins, you win $100 in site credits. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code A2ZSports. When you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits, bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game. And if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code A to Z sports for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only, wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call or text the Tennessee red line, 1-800-889-9789. So that's Colin Cowherd talking about the Tennessee Titans. And frankly, he's he's just flat wrong about this particular situation. Because the team that ought to be kicking themselves the most today, the team that absolutely should have traded for the services of Julio Jones, I mean, hell, two AFC South teams, not named the Titans, should have done it. The Jags should have done it, given the the fact that they're paying a rookie quarterback on a rookie quarterback contract. You're looking for sustained success or trying to rebuild this thing. Julio Jones would do wonders in helping that. They did not do it. But then there's the Colts. The Colts with a quarterback who is by any stretch of the imagination broken. The Colts, who got depreciably worse based on what Carson Wentz looked like last year, and uh, who Philip Rivers was, even as he was probably, I mean, was, he retired at the end of the season. Even as Philip Rivers is somebody who was not at the peak of his powers. Carson Wentz last year was not Philip Rivers. He was decidedly worse. So they get worse at quarterback. They lose a piece of their defense 
a good piece of their defense to the Tennessee Titans within the own, their own division. Their offensive line is going through a reshuffling given that Anthony Costanza retired. And still the conversation being had by people like Coward is that the Colts should still be favored. And I would say to you, I, I, I would take I would accept the argument that the Colts have a deeper roster than the Titans. I do think the Titans have more uh, premium talent, more top-end talent, um, and that the depth behind it suffers. But the Colts do have superior depth, and that's not unimportant during a 17-game expanded regular season. It's going to be critical that the Colts and the Titans and everybody else find ways to maintain. But this is not a situation where the Colts are threatening the Titans. Hell, I didn't think they were threatening the Titans before the Julio Jones trade. I, I don't think that my worldview is being affected just because I live in Nashville and the team that I cover is the Titans. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm pretty confident. You guys may tell me otherwise, but I'm pretty confident in my understanding of this division and the teams that play in it. More so than people like Colin Cowherd who are saying, you know, maybe they may not be Buffalo, by the way. The Titans may not be Buffalo. They may not be Baltimore. They may not be Cleveland. But they're sure as hell better than the Colts. That's not something that I am willing to accept on face value. Who should have traded for Julio? Who's kicking themselves today, or more importantly, yesterday, that they did not acquire the services of Julio Jones? Antoine says the Packers. Lorenzo says everyone. A lot of answers like Christine and Braden for the Colts. Brad Lifford as well. I can't believe the Colts didn't go for him, says Cyclops. Me neither, to be honest. Kyle Scott agrees with that conversation. Brock Kraft says the Patriots. No NFC team could really believe they were getting Julio. You know, and it didn't, I read Albert Breer's piece in Sports Illustrated today, and it, it didn't really sound like the Patriots were anywhere close to, uh, were anywhere close to acquiring Julio Jones, even though that Julio had said that he would be interested in playing for the Patriots and the Titans when that reporting came out. Uh, Julio didn't go to the team that he liked, says Tim. I mean, I, I don't know that. I, he, he was reported, according to Chris Sims of CBS Sports, to have wanted to play for the Titans. Uh, he's a Titan now. He didn't look that pissed off getting off the plane today. I haven't talked to Julio Jones yet. I'm sure we will speak to him at some point this week, given that his mandatory minicamp before the entire NFL takes their vacation at the end of this week, uh, which I'm very much looking forward to, by the way, uh, getting, getting out of town for a little while. And uh, and But in the meantime, we have a lot to talk to, uh, talk to Julio Jones about, and I'm hopeful that the Titans will make him available to us via Zoom. Uh, Titan Day 251 says the Ravens, real Nick Wright agrees. He was shocked that they didn't go after him more. Uh, Seahawks for Stefan. Damn, we got Julio, says Cedric. I know it probably still feels pretty surreal for you guys, understanding that the Titans so rarely land this, uh, land these big time names. And now they've done it three times in a row, even if you don't like Clowney. Clowney was a big name. He was a big get. Clowney, Bud Dupree, now Julio Jones. Uh, the pay, or the Titans are becoming a bit of a destination for uh, for NFL players who want a ring chase. And that's not a place that I thought that we would find ourselves in uh, even, even as early as last year. Uh, Super Bowl for the boys, says Theo. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are having that conversation today. Were Colts on Julio's radar? That's the question, says Tim. I, again, I don't know that. We won't know that until we speak with Julio. Uh, Buck, how, uh, how good do you think this defense need to be for us to be a real Super Bowl contender? Um, I don't know. I don't, I, I, they were what 20, they were the 24th best defense or 24th, 24th worst defense, however you want to call it. They were not very good. Um, 
So they need to be probably top 20, and the offense can take a, a few steps back as long as the defense improves. But, uh, you know, I don't even think it's about how good the defense needs to be. I think it's about the health. I think it's about the health of the player, the health of the players across the board. Michael kissed again, just, just harassing us now. He's become a troll in the comment section. Our good buddy, Michael kissed from SB nation. Make sure that you subscribe to the SB nation NFL show of which I was a guest today without Michael kiss, because apparently he's flaking on his own teammates, not just on me, but it's okay. We're not bitter. It's good to see kissed in the comment section. And if he does, in fact, if Julio does in fact recruit, Kiss to Nashville, we would be glad to have him. Um, but even if he was in this city, who would continue to flake out on his many media appearances that we continue to request his services for. It's okay. I still love you, buddy. Um, but you're a flake, and it breaks my heart. Uh, <laughs> our front seven is something to be reckoned with, says Cedric. Uh, Titans for Life says, who is Michael Kist? He's one of the best in the business. He works for SB Nation. Uh, and he has a blue check mark, so you know. And he has, and he has a blue check mark, and he has NFL in his Twitter handle, so he must be real. What do I know? I don't have a blue check mark. Kiss does. Uh, I hope Zach and Austin flame Colin Cowherd tomorrow. Says Will Dodson Jr. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad at Colin Cowherd. Colin Cowherd just doesn't watch the team that he's talking about, and now he's got to talk about the team that he hadn't watched. A lot of people in that position today. Not a lot of people watching the Titans. It's okay. That's why we're here to talk about the Titans for you. Uh, Titans defense is going to surprise everyone, says Christine McCord. Well, let's let's move on and let's talk about positions that still need to be upgraded uh, here on the primetime show because I do think that they could still stand to do a little work uh, here uh, here even though um, here even though that they have done uh, something substantial, something that's going to take up a lot of their available cap space and require them to you know do some financial gymnastics to make the whole thing work. The question that I have for you guys in the comments on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch, what position, if any, do the Titans still need to address? I, that, if any, was just thrown in there really for uh, for a formality. They do have positions that they could stand to address. The question is, you know, whether they can afford to do so at this point with Julio Jones on the roster. While you guys do that, I will tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. And if you're in the market to sell your home, the official realtor of the Titans, the Preds, and your boy at A to Z Sports Prime Time will help you and put you in the best position to do so. Just like uh, as Emily Fountain writes in in the Google reviews of the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, Ashley Thompson was honestly such a joy to work with, as many know. The home buying process can be incredibly stressful, but Ashley did everything possible to make sure we never felt that way and that any concerns or questions we had were answered immediately. She was incredibly responsive and attentive, so smart when it came to strategizing, especially given the current market. That's all you can ask for from the real estate uh, group that you choose to give your business. It's all of the things that the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage can provide to you. Check them out here in Middle Tennessee, working for Middle Tennesseans, the official real estate agent, all your favorite pro sports teams, and your favorite streaming sports talk show, Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com. What position still needs to be addressed? Let me know in the co comment section. Callan says, F it. Offense is just going to put up 40-plus a game. Call it a day. I mean, listen, you tried that with 30 points a game, and it, all the good it did you. It did get you a division title. 
but uh, precious little more than that, unfortunately for you. Um, let's see. Let's scroll back up here because the comments are streaming in fast and furiously. Uh, Buck, I got something to tell you. My college baseball team is going to Omaha, Nebraska, the Arkansas Razorbacks. Well, congratulations to you and your college baseball team, Aaron. Uh, I hope you will go to Omaha because that's a very enjoyable experience. And we hope to talk about college baseball later in the week because the Vols and Vandy both won their regional over the weekend. Very exciting stuff. Uh, Josh Medina says, Melvin Ingram said he and Julio are a package deal. They should get him here ASAP. Max Kellerman and Keyshawn Johnson says Travoris also downplaying the Titans today. Uh, tight end and a kicker for sure for Philip Anderson. What about Melvin Ingram? According to Brian, bring Melvin Ingram into ring chase, says Dirk at time. Who will be the kicker, says Reagan Bannock. So right now you have two kickers on your roster, Tucker McCann and Blake uh, Hobiel, I believe is how you pronounce the undrafted rookie free agent's uh, last name from Ohio State. Excuse me while I take a quick sip of my, what is this? Icelandic glacial water. It even it looks like it's crinkled, but it's supposed to look like the glacier. Either way, uh, very, very fancy water that I'm trying to cure my throat issues with. Um, so you do have two kickers on the roster. The question is, are either of them any good? And we have no idea at this point. We, I think there are, um, I think that the kicker position, really special teams in general, is something that you could accuse Mike Vrabel and the staff of anything is that they haven't taken it particularly seriously outside of, you know, we, as Mike will tell you, we look at who makes the kicks in practice. That's who our kicker is on Sunday. And I don't know how much I, I, I hate to, I hate to do the analysis by saying, you know, I don't know what the solution is, but they need to do it better. But that's kind of the way that I look at it. I don't know how you improve the evaluation of the kicker, but they need to do it better given all the struggles that they've had. And they're not bringing Steven Gostowski back, which was a good solution for them. Once he settled in, once he found his rhythm again, now you're hitting the reset button. And that is going to be problematic if you do, again, struggle. William Young says, pick up Justin Houston, tight end for Karen O'Keefe, Jake. Uh, forgive me, Jake, I'm not going to take a crack at your last name because I'm going to butcher it, and I don't want to disrespect you that way, but you know who you are, and you know that you said tight end. SSJ Titan X says people sleeping on ASAP Ferk. Uh, Anthony Ferkser, Clayton Smith says tight end. Tight end and defensive line for Kenneth Davidson. Outside linebacker, middle, line, uh, middle linebacker, still a concern for chill mode on YouTube. I probably disagree there. But the position that I asked John Robinson about, because we had a we had a an impromptu John Robinson press conference yesterday after they made the deal for Julio, and everybody else was asking Julio Jones questions. But you know, for the to try and avoid sounding redundant, I thought I'd ask John about the tight ends. John, when uh, last time we talked to you, um, you said you had been having conversations, or other teams had reached out to you about. Uh, the tight end position, not to move completely away from the Julio thing, but how, how much does adding him kind of change those conversations that you've had? And has there been any, any development on, on potentially adding a player at that position? Uh, you know, we continue to look at every position, Buck, and um, yeah, we, we're, you know, we're monitoring. There's some, there's some guys that, that are, that are out there and there's some, um, you know, some guys here on our football team that are, that are growing and, and they're getting better every single day. And I'm excited about, you know, the guys that we have, you know, at that position currently. And, um, you know, I think that's a, that's a, that's a pretty good position group for us. And, you know, those guys got to keep working and keep improving, but, you know, just like with any position group, we're always monitoring, uh, the availability of players that are out there that, you know, may not have uh, a job or, or that may be on another team that may come available. 
John, picking up on the earlier question about tight ends, would it would it be difficult at this stage to give up a pick or picks in a deal for a tight end, or to or to take on a veteran contract, given that you just did both? Yeah, that, that's a good question, Paul. It's probably it, that would probably be tough. You know, it'd have to it'd have to be some type of um, you know some type of pick flop or situation. You know, probably pretty low cost. Um, yeah, and then um, from a salary component, it, you know, that, that may be a tough pill to swallow as well. Not saying that it can't happen. Uh, you never rule anything out, but uh, that may be, that may be a, uh, a tough or tougher hurdle. Both of those things may be tougher, tougher hurdles to get over um, for us. So that was uh, Titans general manager John Robinson speaking with us yesterday, and he he didn't he kind of non-answered me uh, a little bit. Although it was uh, here's what I'll say: it's it's good marketing by John because it was it came out as more of an endorsement of the tight ends that they currently have on the roster, and then his second answer was more telling in that regard because basically what it comes down to is they they're going to have a they're they're not going to be able to add a player. I mean, they could, in theory, add a player at that position. They could trade for him. They could try and add a contract. But it would take a lot more heavy lifting than I think at this point they should be willing to do to f- further mortgage what they are, what their position has already become, which is to take on Julio Jones and and add a lot of salary to give up draft capital and to, and to try and find a way to fit him under their salary cap. I thought he gave Paul... Uh, Paul, Paul asked, you know, Paul followed up in a, in an important way, I thought to kind of flesh out more of that answer. And ultimately I do think that John, that John's answer was telling, he said it would be tough to do at this point. Whereas after the draft, the last time we talked to him, it was more of a conversation about, yeah, GMs are calling me and we're going to continue to explore, um, the players who are out there, the players who are available, the players who are going to get cut and the guys on our roster. This was a much more, um, this was a much more, hey, you know, these are probably the guys that we're going to roll with, and we like them. We like the growth that they're making. We like the development that we're seeing. They need to continue to work. But he's he's kind of selling – he's not selling us, the media, but he's selling you through us in the way that he answered uh, my question and then Paul's question on the idea that, yeah, it's going to be hard for us to add another guy. So, you know, we we are going to like – we are going to have to like – what we currently have available to us. John Robinson yesterday speaking with the Nashville media. Um, so for uh, for this, I think tight end is the most important position um, at this point. I do think there's a lot of importance with the kicker as well, but I do think it's a little less pressing at this point. Uh, if Ferkser can block him, good with it, says Dom. We, we haven't really seen it. He hasn't necessarily been asked to do it. Kevin Harris says, O.J. Howard, Kevin, he just told you he's not going to be able to do it, basically. Um, and Kevin, I mean, if you need to if you need to hear it again, listen to the second part of John Robinson's answer when he's talking about, you know, it would be difficult to add a player. He doesn't we, it's not specifically about O.J. Howard, but what Paul is describing when he asks the follow up on my question is a player like Zach Ertz, O.J. Howard or even David and Joku. John, when uh, last time we talked to you, um you said you had been having conversations or other teams had reached out to you about uh, the tight end position, not to move completely away from the Julio thing, but how, how much does adding him kind of change those conversations that you've had? And has there been any, any development on, on potentially adding a player at that position? 
Uh, you know, we continue to look at every position, Buck, and um, yeah, we're, we're you know we're monitoring. There's some there's some guys that that are that are out there, and there's some um, you know some guys here on our football team that are that are growing and and they're getting better every single day. And I'm excited about you know the guys that we have you know at that position currently. And um, you know, I think that's a that's a that's a pretty good position group for us. And you know, those guys got to keep working and keep improving. But you know, just like with any position group, we're always monitoring. Uh, the availability of players that are out there that you know may not have uh, a job, or or that may be on another team that may come available. John, picking up on the earlier question about tight ends, would it would it be difficult at this stage to give up a pick or picks in a deal for a tight end, or to or to take on a veteran contract, given that you just did both? Yeah, that, that's a good question, Paul. It's probably that would probably be tough. You know, it have to it had to be some type of, um, you know, some type of pick flop or situation. You know, probably pretty low cost. Um, yeah, and then um, from a salary component, it, you know, that that may be a tough pill to swallow as well. Not saying that it can't happen. Uh, you never rule anything out, but that uh, may be that may be a uh, a tougher tougher hurdle both of those things may be tougher tougher hurdles to get over um for us john robinson speaking to the media yesterday about uh the ability or inability more importantly to trade for a tight end at this point william young says tight end briley moore the player out of kansas state the undrafted rookie free agent is going to surprise a lot of people. Here's a name that uh, here's a name that not a lot of people are talking about. You guys probably wouldn't know that he was on your roster last year, and and for the most part he wasn't because he got suspended for PEDs. But a player who I think is capable of making this roster, given all of the and and playing playing kind of that playing kind of that uh, uh, Michael Pruitt role is Tommy Hudson. Tommy Hudson is currently on the Titans roster. Um, he is somebody who's not, you know, he's not going to blow you away. He's not going to be, he's not Zach Ertz. He's not OJ Howard. He's not David Njoku, but he's somebody who can help your football team. And I think he's got a pretty good chance to make the roster right now. I, I'm not saying that he's going to be great. I'm not saying that he's going to be hugely important. I'm saying that given what they have available to them and what they're looking at on their own roster right now, that uh, Tommy Hudson um, is going to be a name that I think you'll start hearing more as we get closer to training camp and as they start to whittle down the roster and kind of finalize that position group. Uh, Delaney would be the perfect addition, says Kyle Severin. I mean, I don't think he's perfect. I think it would make all of you very, very happy. Um, all of you very, very happy to have him back. I don't know if it's actually uh, a realistic thing. I mean, you know, I'd love to have Delaney back because he's fun to talk to. I don't think it'd help you win football games. Um, and I don't know that he's better than any of the guys that they have on the roster right now. He's 37, and I haven't seen him play football, you know, at a high level in two years, more than two years. Uh, Mr. Coffee 56 says, your arch nemesis, PK, you, you guys you guys freak out about when me and Paul go back and forth at each other on Twitter, like that's not exactly what our group text looks like. Me and Paul are, me and Paul are great friends. Um, and yeah, I like to, I like to rough him up a little bit on social media. He likes to rough me up on social media. It's uh, it's all in good fun. It's basic. All we do on Twitter when you guys get to see that, is that what it looks like in the group text between me, Rex Road, Paul and Teron Davenport of ESPN? Cause, uh, you know, we, not, not that, not that we think that we're the best ones of the media core, 
but certainly those are the uh, those are the people that we choose to fraternize amongst. And we love Teresa Walker. We love you know we love all of our Titans media family. But uh, those are certainly those three are certainly the three that you know I spend my time with most probably, and that I uh, that it it feels that it feels uh, you know that it feels good to be able to have conversations among your peers. Um, and people that you respect. I got a, I got a lot of respect for Paul. I imagine, you know, he probably, he probably say something smart ass, but I think he'd tell you the same about me. Uh, Twitter is for talking smack says, uh, Clark Brandon. Uh, Paul has no good friend says D Kelly. That's not true. And it's not nice. Need Paul and Rex road. Six one five says book. I, I do. Uh, I do agree. It's about time. It's been a while since they've been on the, uh, since they've been on the podcast, anything on Tyler Eifert or Trey Burton. Uh, again, I don't know what it costs. So I don't think, I don't think I think they're looking more internally at this point at the tight end position. I wouldn't get all bent out of shape. Um, so we can talk about the recruiting pitch tonight. Yeah, let's talk about the recruiting pitch tonight. Which which player, if you if you had any player, uh, who if you had your choice of any player who you would like AJ Brown to recruit, given that he's offering to recruit some guys, who else should AJ Brown recruit? for the Tennessee Titans, given that he did so much work, him and Taylor Lewan, Kevin Byard included. Who else will the Titans players recruit? Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. Doesn't actually mean anything, but it's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, give me your answers in the comment section on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube, and on Twitch TV. We will discuss at length together. While you guys do that, I will tell you, about our friends at Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K. That's Brymac.com. That's satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. They will put you in a position to be in your comfort zone as the weather starts to get warmer. It's already warm. It's already getting warmer. You want to make sure that your, H, uh, that your air condition specifically is functioning at a high level. So make sure that you get preventative maintenance from Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Uh, who who would you like AJ Brown to recruit next? Because he he put it out there on Twitter. He's taking offers. You know who you guys want. Now that I got a little pull, is what he said on social media. It's not going to happen, but it's fun to do. Uh, Armando says Jalen Ramsey hurts for uh, Kendall. You talking about Jalen hurts the quarterback? Where where's he going to play? You got a starting quarterback. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why you would need Jalen Hurts, but that's okay. You can uh, you can want him if you like. Aaron Donald says Taz, sure. OJ Howard for Christine, uh, for Christine McCord, Sheldon Richardson, or just oh, Sheldon Richardson is still available, but he's going to be too expensive for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, TJ Watt says London Titans. Yeah, that'd be a stretch. You already you got a Pittsburgh Steelers outside linebacker. It's just you know the other guy, Stephon Gilmore for uh, Kyle Cross, Huntsinger Joey says Ingram, Puka says a good tight end. Trevor says, hey, Rod, talking about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you've got Ryan Tannehill, who's statistically better than Aaron Rodgers over the last two years. So I wouldn't I wouldn't sleep on Ryan Tannehill. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why you guys uh, why why anybody would do that at this point. It doesn't make sense to me. But, you know, you're entitled to do as you like. Um, Let's see. Would you feel Walker back for one year would could be something great? No, I don't think it would be great. I think it would be I think it would be fine. Like, I don't. I don't think Delaney Walker comes in and helps you like competitively. I I think that it's a nice story, uh, but that's all I think it is. I think you guys are getting too worked up about a dude who you love. Understandable. I, I loved covering Delaney. I loved watching Delaney at his peak, 
Um, I love talking to Laney because he was uncommonly honest in the locker room. And that's, you know, we're not in locker rooms right now still, unfortunately. And that's something that I hate because media acts, you know, locker room access outside of just sitting and doing the Zooms. Um, we don't get to know any of these guys in a way that I think it affects the coverage for you. And, and we want to try and do a better job for you guys always, of course. But Delaney, uh, it's just it's a nice story. It would be a nice story. I don't think it helps you win football games. Um, in the same way that I don't think Tim Tebow helps the Jags win football games. It's a nice story. That's about all it is. Uh, you, Teresa, Tehran, and Ramon are my favorites. I appreciate almost all of the media peeps as far center. Well, it's very kind of you to say. Ka Canary or Connery says Ramsey in the comments on Facebook. Melvin Ingram, come vibe with me, bro. Says focus. Yeah, no kidding. Jared Cook for D. Kelly. Um, Delaney's last games weren't horrible. He just got injured. Who knows? I mean, yeah, I mean, who knows? It's, it's fair, but I'm more inclined to think that it, uh, that I do know that it would not be overwhelmingly great. Like, I don't think it's worth the money that it would cost. You know, if you're talking about value, I don't think Delaney's any kind of great value. And Jeff Charles says, uh, but for real buck, the lesson I've learned through this Julio saga is that media narrative above everything else? Well, well, what do you mean by that? I guess. Uh, what What do you mean, media narrative over about above everything else? What What are you talking about in terms of media narrative, Charles? You're, or Jeff? Uh, you're going to have to be more specific for me. If you could, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, because I'm not sure uh, what you're talking about there. Because there is, I mean, media narrative media narrative plays a role, but I don't necessarily understand what you mean. Right there. Uh, Rich Blackman says, Tanny has made me a believer. I'm 100% so. I think that if you're believing, I think if you're believing in the Titans, it's not necessarily that you're believing in Julio Jones. It's that you're believing in Ryan Tannehill to make this work. Uh, you will take Tebow over Delaney, says Cedric. No, Cedric, that's not what I said. I just said it. It reminds me a lot of the Tebow thing. It's a, it's a story and really nothing else. You got to respect Delaney's work ethic. I, I respect Delaney's work ethic. I respect Tim Tebow's work ethic. I still think it's uh I still think it's just, you know, kind of, uh, you know, I think it'd be a puff piece. I don't think it's anything but a good story. Uh, if he went to Baltimore, they would be world beaters says Jeff Charles. Okay. He's talking about Julio came here. It's an irrelevant move. Oh, I mean, I understand what you're saying by that. Uh, perception, perception is not always reality. Uh, Mob City 300 says they didn't like Julio coming to Tennessee. Yeah, because Tennessee, to talk about Tennessee on SportsCenter, to talk about Tennessee on NFL Network, it doesn't give them ratings. And and that's the game. You know, I listen, I to be honest with you, I'm, I'm always honest with you guys about the way that we do this show. Um, you know, talking Titans for me, I don't do like it's not ratings on the primetime show or on the well, radio station. I do get ratings, but it's a little different. Um but like, you know, I'm I'm playing the hits when I pop on here, right? We're talking Titans, we're talking Vols. You know, when the Preds are are worth it, we talk about the Preds, stuff that you guys care about. Now, ESPN and, and the NFL Network and, and CBS and NBC, they're doing the exact same thing, except this the vast majority of the, the our audience didn't care about the Titans. So why would they talk about the Titans? Doesn't benefit them to talk about the Titans. Benefits me to talk about the Titans. Doesn't benefit them. So I understand their predicament. Um, because he went to a team that the vast majority of their people don't care about. Uh, Titans Brady Bunch says, uh, Austin Hall, JJ to Baltimore. He needs to block for their Q QRB, says Focus. Uh, you literally shat on me for five minutes last week because I made that suggestion, says Durka. Um, what suggestion? You're going to have to be more specific. Uh, 
because I do, I, you know, I do remember going at you a little bit, Durka, but I can't re- exactly remember what for. And when you say you made that suggestion, you, again, you've got to be more specific because the comments move fast. Uh, they talk more about Atlanta than, than the Titans today, says Brian. Well, well, why is that, Brian? Uh, Atlanta is, Atlanta is almost 10 times, 10 times the size of Nashville. So you're going to get more Falcons fans than you are Titans fans. I just, I, I understand why it upsets you, but you also need to understand, I think, why they do it. Uh, it's not that the liberal media doesn't talk about the Titans, is that what they do, they do it negatively. William Young, what does this have to do with liberal or conservative? Don't make it, don't make it, a, don't make, don't make the conversation dumb. Don't do that. For what? Who is, who is talking about liberal? Who is talking about conservative? Nobody is talking, nobody is making liberal media. Do you, <laughs> I, William, it has nothing to do with the liberal media. It would have nothing to do with the conservative media. It's sports media. It doesn't, you know, it largely doesn't give a shit about liberal or conservative unless it's talking about LeBron James. Uh, well, and even then, LeBron James does numbers. Dallas Cow- Cowboys do, does numbers. Lakers, Duke, uh, you know, big market teams. Don't, don't, don't drag the conversation down to a place where it doesn't need to be because you know, you're just, you're just ruining it for everybody. And there's no purpose to do that, especially at the end of the show. Um, uh, let's see, Cedric just laughing and giving the Z's. Did he say shat on him? Says Dom. Yeah. I mean, shat is a little graphic. Uh, that Julio didn't have an influence on where he would be traded. Oh, I didn't, I don't, I don't, uh, I, I don't think that he did have an influence on where he would be traded. Dirk. I, I don't think that I flat out, uh, shat on it as you so eloquently put it. Um, but yeah, I don't think it made a damn bit of difference where Julio wanted to go. I think it made the most sense is who could, who could Atlanta take the most money. And it just happened to be a place that Julio wanted to play. I think those things can be coincidences. Uh, I wouldn't make too much out of that. So yeah, you're still wrong. <laughs> Here on the uh, the comments, uh, here on the A to Z Sports primetime show. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, Justin says, "Hey Buck, hit him with a hey. Do me a favor. Hey, do do me a favor one time, William. Uh, we just uh, we just have to agree to disagree." Says William. Well, that's fine, but you can. Uh, well, you know, I, William, you're entitled to say whatever you want to say in the in the chat. It is an open forum. Whether you are uh, whether you are conservative, whether you are liberal, whether you are apolitical, uh, whatever you know, I mean, you're entitled to say what you want to say, and then I can you know I can respond to it how I want to respond, and that's okay. We can agree to disagree in this regard. Nuance, baby, that's what the show is all about. Uh, so my voice is trashed, and I still have more talking to do because I'm going to finish uh, putting together the six one five sessions podcast after we wrap up. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be me and the boys from the football and other efforts pod. Zach Lyons, Lebowski, Mike Miracles. We had a great conversation. Took a lot of your Music City mailbag questions. So find that in your A to Z Sports podcast network feed. Tomorrow, on the radio show tomorrow, we will have Nate Tice and we will have Blake Topmeyer. We'll talk a little bit about uh, the Titans and the schematics of it and how Todd Downing should look to change the offense because I do think there are going to have to be some changes. And then we'll talk about the SEC. Because Nick Saban got a contract extension that he'll see until he's 77 years old. He's 69 right now. Nice. Uh, and then Vols baseball, Vols and Vandy baseball, because they have succeeded at an exceptional level, and we want to give them their shine. So enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, I'll tell you, my vo- I, I'm not tired, but my voice is. So I'm going to have to leave you with that. Thank you, as always, 
for your participation. We will see you tomorrow at about 8 p.m. Central Time. And know that physically, the body is willing, but right now, the voice is weak. Peace and love.